and welcome to Avio's Journey Podcast. My name is Anthony Pika. This show is all about helping the new and upcoming voiceover artists grow their business and sidestep all the crazy things that I seem to step on. It is the 29th of November, a Monday. I am thrilled to be coming to you today in another podcast to talk to you about the ever-frustrating and demoralizing Fiverr purgatory. Yes, if you have been on Fiverr for any period of time, you will eventually, inevitably come across the Fiverr purgatory. And today, I'm going to talk to you about my Fiverr purgatory. (laughs) All right, let's do it. This is... VO's journey. With your host, the incomparable Anthony Pika. Okay, so it is good to be bringing you guys this podcast today. I'm thrilled to be talking to you. Um, you know, the, the title and my opening talking about Fiverr purgatory. Oh, good gracious. We're going to talk about it. You know, I've been on Fiverr for almost five years now and it never ceases to amaze me. No matter how good you do on the platform, no matter what happens, you know, it did, you know, you can still land in Fiverr purgatory and I will define Fiverr purgatory as a place that you go that's really in the middle of nowhere. It's not hell, but it's pretty daggone close. Uh, so, you know, I think that, uh, yeah, it's Fiverr Purgatory is not a good place to be. And I'm going to talk to you about what's going on with me, why I'm there, and hopefully how it can help you not get there and make some different <laughs> decisions. Uh, Anyways, real quick, I want to uh, just give you an update on what's happening with me. So the date is getting ever so much closer that we are going to be moving to our new place. I, I I always hate to use the word new house because it's not a new house. It's actually a very old house. It was built in the 60s. But We are going to be fully renovating the house from top to bottom or stripping it down to the studs. So we are going to be built. I'm going to be building in the house. One of the rooms will be dedicated completely to a studio and the designer uh, and people I'm um, designer that I'm working with uh, has actually designed um, studios and stuff for musicians and voice actors. So I'm super excited to be working with him as well. Uh, so that's going to be exciting. And and I will be bringing you videos and, and doing podcasts and everything on that journey. So I think that's going to be super cool. But that's coming up. I will be leaving here on the 9th, which so if you that's the today's the 29th. So we literally have about 10 days left in this studio uh, that I've built and uh, grew a VO's journey to where it is today. So it will be very sentimental, I think, to go, but super excited for the new adventure. And, you know, we're moving to a place where we have about 12 acres of land. My wife has started a horse business, so uh, which she will be starting a horse business there. And, you know, 
we will have horses and a barn and riding rings and all kinds of all that jazz. So it's going to be super excited. And maybe I'll get to drive Ron on some big, you know, tractors and stuff. That'll be fun. <laughs> but, um, you know, what we choose to do with our lives, right? It's got to be fun. You got to have some fun. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. But that's where we are. And then the we take over possession of the house on the 13th. So I had to get a B&B, Airbnb place for a couple of days. I was fortunate because, you know, those can be ridiculously expensive. But fortunately, got a good deal. And we're going to be staying there for a couple of days over the transition period. Uh, from, you know, cause we had to be out of our house by the morning of the 10th, but we don't take possession of the other house until the 13th. So, you know, there's, there's a couple days in there where we will be homeless. So we'll be, uh, staying at an Airbnb and, um, yeah, so, uh, I'm excited. We'll be able to take our furniture and everything over there, but, you know, and, and put it down cause the, the gentleman we're buying the home for, uh, from, uh, is gonna, you know, have all that taken care of out of the house, hopefully by them. But, this has been, if you've been following this particular journey outside of, of, of a VO's journey, like outside of just voiceover, you know, I've been trying to get land uh, for this, for my wife's horse business for a year now. It's been trial and we, we've we've gone in, you know, at one point we were buying 40 acres and we were in a contract and that fell through and then we were buying, you know, because there's nothing on the, there There was, uh, I've learned so much. We went from house to house. There was foreclosures. There were, we, we tried to get foreclosures. We tried to do so many different things and it was a massive learning experience you know just about this and that and this the the market today and everything so you know it ended up you know it's it's ended up being a heck of a journey so far and we're really excited to be moving forward and it's finally upon us uh, I am nervous because you know there will be a period of time where I will not have a studio and I won't have anything really available. I mean, I'll have internet, so I'll, you know, I'll be able to always do my sessions, put up, you know, do videos, do things like that. Uh, voiceovers are going to be a challenge, you know, I've set up <clears throat> the hobo for the, the challenge though. And that will be that we're, you know, gutting the house and we're doing renovations. So, uh, we might be sleeping on mattresses. So who knows how I'm going to do voiceovers, you know, I don't know. We're going to see what happens. <laughs> I have I have a booth, um, but, you know, I don't know how that's going to pan out putting it up because I don't have anywhere to put it up to start because, um, you know what I mean? So and I don't plan on using my uh, my whisper room in my room because I'm going to build out the room. We're going to make it super quiet as well as completely acoustically treated from top to bottom, side to side. So I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I think I want to sell it. Uh, so if you're interested in letting, you know, let me know if you, if you're interested, it's a four by six whisper. Now that I'm just off the top of my head, I think I'm going to say, I'm like, Hey, you're hearing it. I'm going to sell my whisper room. <laughs> you know me. I'm like, Oh, let's go do this squirrel. But I, you know, I don't really have any use for it if I'm building out a studio, you know, in my house that I'm not going to use the whisper room because it's going to be made to be super quiet. So uh, I'll be selling that. So if you're interested in that, just send me a message, you know, message me at anthonypikaproductions at gmail.com. Send me an email. Uh, I'm in Virginia. So, uh, you know, you'd probably need to be able to come and get it. But I'm sure we can work out a really good deal. It's like a $9,000 whisper room, but, you know, I'll sell it for just a, a wee bit of that. So, um, all right. So, anyways, 
uh, getting past that, let's let's dive into uh, what some of us uh, find ourselves in from time to time, and that is Fiverr Purgatory. So I want you to know, no matter where you are, whether you're just starting or whether you've been on Fiverr for a while like me, there are times when, you know, stuff hits the fan and you don't uh, get the jobs that you want or you get a bad review or you uh, do whatever you um, can, but no matter what happens, you're just not getting any jobs. And there are some other things. So I want to go over with you guys today why that happens and what you can do to get past it. When I first started, you know, I was always like, oh, the way to get more work on Fiverr is to go up in levels. And that's absolutely true. All right. That is one way to get work on Fiverr. You know, when you go from zero to one, one to two, and then two to top rated seller. However, you know, even when you get to top rated seller or whatever level you're on, there are also a lot of other factors that can put you into Fiverr purgatory. And this is what uh, some of these are. So delivery, uh, delivery time is a big one, right? Like knowing like when you actually deliver your audio, Fiverr, um, Fiverr looks at a bunch of different factors when they're putting into your, uh, like the algorithm of how high they put you up in the rankings. And a lot about, I would say 99% of, why you get work on Fiverr or don't get work on Fiverr is whether or not you're found, right? How many impressions you're getting, okay? And the impressions lead to clicks and the clicks lead to jobs, okay? But if you're not getting those impressions, it doesn't matter, you know, how good you are. No one sees you. You're not going to get any work. So five, but in order to, you know, deal with 26, 27,000, for example, voice actors on Fiverr or, or voiceover gigs on Fiverr, they've got to have, you know, some pretty, uh, pretty steep algorithms or whatever. Okay. And they base it upon a couple of things. One, they base it on your response time, right? They expect you to respond within one hour, uh, respond within one hour. This can be a challenge, especially when you're starting out and you don't have a lot of, because it's cumulative and it's an average, but it's a rolling average. Okay. Over like 30 or 60 days. Um, so, so, things do drop off. But here's the thing. If you don't get, if you're just starting out, you know what I mean? And somebody messages you at two in the morning because they're, you know, on the other side of the world and you're sleeping, that, that goes against you. There's nothing you can do about it. Do you know what I mean? So there, but that's, but that's one part of it. As you grow, you're going to get more and more messages. So those will even each other out. It'll average each other out and it won't be that big of a deal. Um, but you know, again, it still is frustrating. So that's one thing they measure you on. Another thing is delivery uh, completion. Okay. And that, you know, that's basically like, are you delivering your stuff on time? Do you know what I mean? Let me, let me actually, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pull up my, my account so I can be accurate about what they are. Okay. So, yeah. So, order completion, right? Is, you know, are you completing your jobs and not canceling them? Excuse me. That's what, oh, that's, there's Captain. So, if you could see Captain, you know, oh, there's Captain's on my lap. Can you say meow? I say meow. He might. I don't know if you can. He's 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 purring into the microphone and rubbing it. But anyways, uh, he he heard us talking about Fiverr and said, "I gotta come in and be supportive." So we uh, <laughs> the on time deliver or the uh, delivery completion right. That's uh, it, that's for if you get cancels, and sometimes we have to cancel. 
right? Sometimes we have to cancel. Uh, but a lot of times we try really hard not to cancel because it really does affect your, uh, your stats. And then the other one is on-time delivery, okay? And that just means are you delivering on time or at least managing that time correctly, do you know what I mean? So that's uh, that's that's something that you you really need to uh, also be aware of, and there is th- so so talking about these things, these play a massive part of your uh, of your purgatory. And for me, what happens is, uh, what's happened to me um, is that you know a lot of times I will. I will, you know, be working and doing things. And I have to tell you, since we've been getting closer to the move and been, I've been working a lot on helping my wife with her business as well, right? Um, it's interesting because what's happened then is that I sometimes, I'll, get, I'll be late, right? Like I'll be late to deliver something just because I either forget or I'm not at home or something happens and I don't deliver on time. And then that goes against my, my account, right? So then the more I, you know, the more that happens to me, the worse uh, the account goes. And even though, right, even though you don't have to, um, you know, you, you, you can be on like a percentage, like it says that 90% of your orders, if you deliver 90% of your orders on time or you complete 90% of your orders, you don't go below, you main, for 60 days, you maintain your seller rank. However, even though you maintain your seller rank, same with your, um, your, your, uh, your average star rating is 4.7 or above or your response rate is 90%. And it's over 60 days is the running average time, not 30, 60. But the thing is, is that just because it stays above that doesn't mean that if you drop down to, let's say, 98 or 96 or 94 or 92, you are still going to feel the effects of that drop. Like you won't be getting as much work as you would like to be getting because Fiverr will drop you down in the stats because other people's stats are better than you. All right. Uh, there are so so that's a challenge and that's something that's happened to me that I fight with. You know what I mean? Like I I can go from because of this, I can literally go from making ten to twelve thousand dollars a month down to four to six thousand dollars a month. Now, some people might be like, gosh, you know, four to six thousand dollars a month. That's an still an insane amount of money. Right. Yes. And yes, it is. But if you think about it, if you go from twelve thousand down to six thousand, I mean, that's 50 <laughs> percent decrease. I mean, that's a massive decrease, you know, no matter, you know, even if something's still a lot, which it is, it's still a massive decrease. You can see that's just one thing. You imagine what, you know, what someone else experiences if they didn't even have a lot of business to begin with. Okay. And then, you know, it takes you a while to build back up to that. And, you know, do I, so, so it kind of leads me to the fact here that, you know, if you are, finding yourself in the same position and you really want to make a go of Fiverr making you a lot of money. I have to say that when I first was start, when I first started on Fiverr and I got busy busy, you know, I never missed 
a deadline. I never, I responded as soon as I could. You know, I've always had five star. I mean, I, I always, you, you'll get less than five star ratings sometimes. Of course you will. But, you know, the by far the vast majority of ratings are all five stars. Um, you know, and, and the, the average response time for me has always been, or, you know, not probably when I was beginning, but has been forever, you know, at a hundred percent. But, you know, the, the thing is, is that you're going to hit those rough patches. And my recommendation to you is if you're going to go all in in Fiverr, do whatever you can not to, you know, keep those numbers as high as possible, keep them at a hundred percent. They'll help. Now, again, when you're first starting out, you might be like, well, that's that's easy for me because I ain't got any business coming in. And that's true. That might be true as well, but it will happen to you. A lot of times people don't even, if you haven't even looked, make sure you download the app the Fiverr app. I, I couldn't run my Fiverr business without the Fiverr app, literally. Because when I'm out and about or it's not or I'm somewhere, I'm not always sitting in my studio. You know what I mean? And people message me sometimes and you want to respond to them. So sometimes you got you got to have that Fiverr app. It helps a lot. Okay. Uh, so that's one thing to do. Another thing is, you know, make sure you are focusing on the best customer service you can so that you get those good reviews. Cause it's also, it's not only the stuff that you see, like the stats I just mentioned, but it's awful. It's also stuff you don't see. Like for example, Fiverr doesn't post, they don't post the uh, surveys that they give the customers. Every time someone buys from you, they get a secondary survey that's not a review and you don't get to see that information. So that's another thing that you don't get to see. Yet that information goes into the algorithm of determining where you are in the rankings. Also, another thing that they don't they don't uh, post, but also goes into rankings, is if someone gets a uh, they ask for a revision. The speed in which you respond to that revision needs to be within an hour as well. Okay, even though they don't show you any stat on that, they are actively keeping that stat and that goes on the algorithm. So that means that if you don't respond, you'll notice on your uh, job tab, there'll be this thing that says, oh, you need a, you know, you haven't responded in 10 hours. If you haven't seen that, right, it shows you that. And recently on the app, they've added a new thing where they you get a notification on the app and it says time sensitive right, from the notification. So they're trying to get people to know that they need to respond when someone sends a message. Now, that's, remember, all this, of course, is up to you in the end whether or not you want to do that or not. But, you know, I know for me, you know, I've always been really good at responding ever since I missed that job because I waited 15 minutes to respond. I'll never forget that. That happened when I first started on Fiverr and I was so angry because I thought I'd never get another job. (laughs) I missed the job. But, you know, I think that that's something that taught me I just respond. Um, to Fiverr as soon as I can or as soon as I get an email or whatever. I try to respond to people as fast as possible because um, I know I hate waiting for responses. Uh, so I know other people do too. So listen, I think these are, you know, these are these are some things that, you know, are important for us to know. And like, you know, for me, you know, it's kind of landed me in Fiverr purgatory for a little bit because of the fact that I have, you know, missed some delivery times. So, you know, my numbers go down and I don't get as much work. So, you know, I'm only making between four to $6,000 this month. Um, you know, and you know, that's just a part of the game. And if you are in that place too, and that happens to you, you just got to keep 
moving forward, the Fiverr numbers will get better. Okay. And that's just kind of the way it is. Now, I will tell you that some people really seriously dislike the 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 way Fiverr does their stuff. And you know what? That's that's okay because it's anyone's prerogative. I dislike it when I'm on the other end and I love it when my when I'm on the other end. <laughs> right. Like you, you know, it's like a love-hate relationship. So it's kind of one of those situations where, you know, you you love it when it's working for you, you hate it when it's working against you. But I do think that the reason why so many people have been so successful on Fiverr and continue like, I mean, literally, I mean, you know, just, so I think about all the business that I have, right. And the business that I do and Avio's journey does now and everything, right. Voiceover. I mean, if you think about if, if I make like, for example, this month, let's say I make $6,000 just on Fiverr. Okay. When I was a teacher, I was bringing home like $2,900 a month after taxes. So about $3,500 a month, okay? As a teacher, you know, working um, more like, you know, 50 to 60 hours a week and, you know, away from my home. And now just in that one, this one place, which is a small part of my, you know, which I thank God and all of you every single day, it's just a small part of the, uh, five is a small part of my income, it just it blows my mind how many mouths Fiverr can feed and they are feeding, right? I mean, like literally replacing or doubling your entire, tripling your income. You know what I mean? And that's from one website. Most of the other websites can't handle that. You know what I mean? Um, just because of the way they they do their 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 website. So all I'm trying to say to you is is that you know the rewards from Fiverr can be very lucrative, but it also can be very um, you can get very angry about being in purgatory. And and one last thing, and I want to say because you might ask, okay, well you might you're in purgatory, but you're not in that bad because you're still getting business. Well, here's the thing. So you got to remember one thing that I've been fortunate is I have a lot of repeat business. That I built up over time. So, you know, a lot of business is business that comes back to me. And that's why a lot of um, top rated sellers end up staying at the top too, not just because they're top rated sellers, but because they've got constant business going through them because of return clients, right? Repeat clients. And that feeds the algorithm and feeds their account and they keep, you know, just keep being boosted. So, whatever you do, whether you're getting a job or two a month or a job or two a week or, you know, a job or two every, you know, two out three hours, make sure you're treating every customer as good as possible, even if they're buttheads, so that you can build those relationships that's going to help you grow your business in the future. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. I'm excited to uh, be going on this next chapter of adventures with you all. Please let me know if uh, you know you have uh, any interest in the Whisper Room, and we could talk on the phone or whatever, and we can you know chat about it and see you know what what we can do. Uh, but other than that, you know, please uh, please have a wonderful wonderful day, and I will talk to you guys soon. All right, peace. 